Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Inside Wrestling for March 19, 2017. This is basically a wrestling week in review. A lot of wrestling news. Do a couple lists. So let's get going. Justin's on board. What's up, man? What's going on, buddy? Yeah, I don't know if anybody's going to find this because I didn't post nothing on Facebook. So it'll probably just be you and me. So that's cool. Um, let's get right to it. Let's get to the big story. My God, I come home Friday night and everyone's going crazy on Facebook about this fucking sex thing. I'm like, what the hell's going on with Paige? Chris was supposed to be something about Paige. I don't know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what the hell she do now? So I guess this is courtesy of WrestlingInc.com. Paige was apparently a victim of an online hack. Several private nude photos and videos of the WWE superstar was leaked online today. Uh, the apparent hack comes from several uh, female celebrities, including Emma Watson, Amanda Seyfried, and stolen from posting online. Watson is already playing legal action over the stolen photos. It is, no, it is not known as Paige was part of the attack. Uh, basically, a big hack in 2014. Many private celebrities' photos were leaked as a result of a hacker. Ryan Collins being sentenced to 18 months in federal prison. Collins had reportedly hacked in at least 50 iCloud and 72 Gmail accounts using a phishing scam. So there we go. Yeah, this is crazy. I saw this crap. I'm like, what the hell? And then I go on, like, Pornhub. Because everyone, I was watching uh, Joe Cronin's show on Friday, monetize this, and yeah, the videos were on Pornhub and shit. Had Xavier Woods, uh, Brad Maddox, fucking um, Paige on there, doing all their shit. Pretty crazy videos watching it. And I guess th- there was too, a leak too, um, some other women from the WWE. The only one that I can confirm was Alexa Bliss, some photos, no videos, but... Photos of Alexa Bliss, and it looks just like her that were leaked, too. So there we go. So Alexa Bliss. I don't know. I think it was probably from her NXT days, but we'll see what happens. I guess on a WrestlingZone.com, I just saw a story that the New Day will be kept off of TV on Monday. Well, I mean, that makes sense because you know they're going to be fucking howling and shit to Xavier Woods and shit. You know, New Day Fox or some shit. Or <clears throat> I was reading comments on this shit. They were talking about Xavier Woods should be repackaged and be called the one, two, three, some kid. And I'm like, oh my God. But uh, anyway, <laughs> I started dying. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Paige, I mean, if she's trying to find an excuse to get fired or released from the company, I mean, this could be a way to get her released, finally. Um, I just yeah. worry about what the fuck Alberto Del Rio is going to react to this and shit like that. Because I told Chris, I don't know, man. I, I got a bad feeling Del Rio might beat the shit or murder fucking Paige one of these days, you know. Because it, it seems like Del Rio is just a hothead. And uh, now with this crap leaked out, um, yeah, it could happen. I don't know when this shit took place. It could have been. It probably had to be when Brad Maxwell was in WWE. So probably 2014, maybe 2015, I think he was there. So 
or in 2013. So, well, we'll see what happens. Um, but this is a crazy story. Any thoughts, Justin, on it? No, I didn't really pay. I'm just going by what you told me. I don't really get into that, or I didn't see or hear anything. So, I mean, I I find it amusing, you know. But yeah, it was pretty funny. I was reading some of the shit comments and shit were funny. They got one at the 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 threesome scene where Maddox is filming and Paige is fucking Xavier on the couch. They got Jim Ross doing commentary and shit. I'm like, oh my god. Like a voiceover commentary. I'm like, Jesus Christ. So a, lot of that stuff, a lot of that stuff is like you know, fake. You know what I'm saying? Like you'll see the celebrity scandals and stuff like that. And oh no, it's when- real. These are real pictures and real videos. It's really Paige and Xavier and Brad Maddox. I watched yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just but, saying. I, I find it amusing. Like, it hasn't come out. You know, it just came out now and this and that. It's just, I don't know. It's weird, but. It is, well, but, you know, like you said, I don't know why they didn't they fucking kept their shit on their phone or computers and shit. They should have deleted it before it got hacked into. So, but. Well, once it's know. hacked, whoever was whoever did it would be like, hey. You know, they usually come out once Paris Hilton got caught doing it. She, yeah. you know. So, so I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I, don't know I don't know if Paige is behind it, you know, just to try to get fired or released. But I think WWE is going to release her anyways, you know. But you don't so, even you don't even know. Like, she could have already even told Alberto, too. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, this, hopefully she came out and told her, you know, I did this. Yeah, because if she didn't, and, you know, Alberto probably... Put her in an arm bar or something. That's it. <laughs> Fucking. Stomp her from the top rope. She's yeah, stomp her from the top rope and shit. But, uh, yeah, it just, it's just crazy. So, hopefully, I don't know. I mean, there, there was even talk that there's other superstars on there. There was talk that there's something about Big E involved. Um, who else? Uh, Summer Ray. I don't know. There's maybe more shit would come out. Um, the only good thing, I think, out, out of this, maybe uh, if this shit's you know, comes about and shit, and there's more superstars. They can't fire everybody on the superstar thing. How about just run with it and go with the attitude there, you know, and be a little bit more edgier on the show. I mean, you, we saw what AJ Styles and Shane did, you know, a backstage thing, throw them through the car window. So maybe a little, you know, a little attitude, a little more edge to the product. We might try to get fans back into the product. You know, I don't think we're going to have bra and panty matches every week and fucking barbed wire flaming table matches and shit like that, but, you know. A little edge to the product might bring some old school fans back in. Yeah, like like your your what Edge and Lita did. Yeah, type yeah, deal. yeah, yeah. You know, I, like, I just I was hoping for Ogre and uh, <laughs> fucking Nia Jax, but uh, uh, I guess Dewey didn't listen to that episode, even though I said it a few <laughs> times. I don't know, but uh, anyways, so yeah. we'll just see what happens. I mean, it's no big deal with Paige, but it kind of sucks for Xavier Woods because. You know they're going to razz him, so they're going to keep him off of Raw. Um, I mean, it's no big deal because New Day's not going to have a match anyways at Mania, so no big deal. Keep him off till Mania, you know. Um, so we'll see what goes, what happens with that. But. Yeah, I didn't hear or see any news on it. I don't know if you have a wink or anything, but I, I just I haven't seen anything. About what? The New Day being off TV? No, the, the, the Paige Xavier... Uh, whatever. Oh, if you want to find it, just go on Pornhub. Type in uh, page porn, uh, WWE page, and it'll pop up. There's a couple of videos on Pornhub. I'm like, oh, okay. 
There's like three. There's weird. It's, there's one. There's some hotel room. There's one that they're fucking in a, in a uh, locker room. Uh, there's, there's like three or four of them I saw. Um, but what, whatever. I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, but anyways, let's get to the next story. Um, backstage news on the top WWE Raw superstar moving to SmackDown. So here we go. Basically, uh, talking about the draft coming up in um, most likely in June, July. We'll see where they go. There's some talk, basically, according to PW uh, Insider Elite, that top name discussed for the roster switch is Roman Reigns. Basically, uh, there's talk that Roman Reigns might be going to SmackDown when the draft comes up. Um, There's also talk that maybe AJ Styles might jump ship and go to Raw during the draft, too. So I'd rather see AJ jump ship earlier, like we said, like I said, the night after Mania, basically some... Being pissed off with the Shane McMahon match and shit like that. He jumps ship, challenges Lesnar, and then uh, there we go from there. But, yeah, Roman Reigns goes to SmackDown. That's cool. You got Roman Reigns. You got Ambrose on the thing. You know, all you, all you need is uh, Rollins to jump ship, too, and there we go. You got the Shield on one show. Um, we'll see where they go with that in the future. And, two, if you could get all three guys on SmackDown, you could do that Survivor Series match, Shield versus the club. You know, you can have Balor, AJ, Gallows, and Anderson and shit like that. So there we go. And Shield can pick up somebody for one night. However you do it, you you could always do it as, like, just like you said. Well, I'm saying now, but how you can make that match is, like, Rollins beats Triple H when they go one-on-one. And Triple H gets pissed and just sends, fires him. Yeah, there you go. Like there you go. And then, okay, well, you fired him. Well, we'll sign him right to SmackDown. Right to that's SmackDown. It. And then the draft comes. They draft Roman Reigns to SmackDown. There we go. That's, that's yeah, right there. A simple book, and there we go. So, But that would be weird because we want it, here's the, we want Reigns to go heel so bad, like uh, when him and Taker go. Yeah. I mean, he is kind of – he's not a heel. He's just people don't like him. But what if he did the whole turn on the shield thing? It Survivor Series or something. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It's 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 all messed up the, the way they're doing it. But we we talked about AJ going to um, Raw. Also, I think my idea about Jericho would be good too because he's taking his uh, you know a couple months off after Mania. I think right. Weren't we saying that? Yeah. So just to. Record and then he's coming back. I'd, I'd like to see him go to SmackDown. Yeah. Um. Oh wait, hold on. Since I'm just scrolling through all the stories on Wrestling Inc. Um. Basically, uh, going back to the Paige situation, her mom. Oh, Paige made a statement on Twitter, and also her mom made a statement too. Uh, Paige said on Twitter, "Personal and private photos of mine were stolen, and unfortunately, were shared publicly uh, without my consent." Basically, uh, Paige's mom went on to go on saying Twitter. People get hacked. Unfortunately, my daughter had pics and videos shared from years ago. My husband and I support 100%, not fault of her own. So there we go. So, yeah, it was, like I said, it was from years ago. So there we go. Um, let me see. Well, this was basically the AJ Styles story, basically coming with the draft. They pretty much talked about that. I hope they do it sooner than later. So there we go. I'm not going to talk about that. 
Um, John Cena on um, Instagram, I saw, posted another surprising photo of Jay Lethal. So here we go again. I don't know. Jay Lethal maybe WWE bound. Of course, he did with the whole thing with Kenny Omega, and that fell through. So be kind of interested to see what happens if Jay Lethal is WWE bound. He really has really nothing left to do in Ring of Honor. I'm not sure with his contract situation. Chris would know more about it, but... Yeah, yeah, I thought Chris said that he signed another year. That's what I thought. Yeah, I think he signed another year, and I think the only guy that's really available is Adam Cole, because I think Adam Cole is going, like, appearance by appearance. So, And it's yeah. kind of crazy because they made him the world champion of Ring of Honor. So, I mean, that would be funny if he shows up with the Ring of Honor title on Raw. <laughs> there he goes. Well, that's the same, but that's the same thing with the Hardys. We thought, hey, I mean, you said they were going appearance by appearance pretty much. Yeah, I guess they signed a deal with Ring of Honor, so they finally signed a deal with Ring of Honor. Yeah, they did with TNA. They were going pretty much by, Matt was going like month to month or whatever. He was waiting for Jeff's contract to finally expire, and I guess finally their contracts expired, but Ring of Honor picked them up, you know, signed them a good deal. Uh, they got that match with the Young Bucks. They ended up winning the title, so yeah, there you go. Said, you, you said that they had a, um, you know, Jeff couldn't really leave the country. Yeah, the whole thing with probation and stuff like that. You can't really leave the country and shit like that. So if he does sign with WWE when they do the European tour. But, I mean, they can always find some guy to lack on him to fucking Matt Hardy for that tour. You know, it's no big deal. Have a stable and do it like like the new guy does. Yeah, yeah, so. So, and I guess uh, TNA's well, being dicks about, you know, using the broken Matt character and the brother Nero to threaten lawsuits and this and that. So TNA's just being a bitch to the Hardys. So, I mean, fucking assholes. I mean, if it wasn't yeah, for the Hardys, they would be fucking gone, you know, TNA. Yeah. So. I've never I've never liked TNA's business, style of business. No. You know what I mean? I mean, it was good. Like, I liked the bully right back when it was like, the aces and eights, that wasn't a bad era there. I've always liked AJ. You know, he was there for a while. Uh, you know, it's always been basically the only person who's always stayed the same was, uh, what the hell's his name there with the mask? Fuck, I can't, how, I can't believe I can't even think of his name. The who, big who, guy. Big oh, guy. God. For, for where? Oh, Abyss? Yeah, yeah. He's like the only one that stayed true to his character, except for when they were doing him playing his brother and himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Besides that, he's been the only one who's ever, like, stayed true. Yeah, like you said, if you want to double your roster, you put a mask on a guy, you know, like that. That's what you do. (laughs) (laughs) Glenn Jacobs, I told you, man, if they ever do that at the Rumble, I would die. I would shit my pants. I would never... I mean, why do they have, like, number 13 coming out, and all of a sudden you hear, like, a drill playing? The fuck? It's fucking DDS, Isaac Yankum. And and there was a photo. I I mean, I'm not trying to make fun of it, but there was a photo of uh, Kane visiting a a kid in the hospital with cancer, and he had, like, the surgical mask on his face, and I started laughing because I'm thinking of DDS. I'm like, oh, shit, he's getting an Isaac Yankum character. He's getting ready to come back. Oh, but, Jesus. But, uh, His anyways. hair was so jacked up, man. It was so funny. He was, yeah. he was oh, man. They were, it's weird. The sad, thing too, the sad thing, too, when he played fake Diesel, he was actually more jacked than Kevin Nash. I mean, that, that's crazy. He was actually bigger oh, than Kevin Nash. Kane is, is jacked. He's, he's huge, but 
You know what? If they didn't do the Kane character, his career probably would have been oh, over. over. Yeah, if that failed, that that was it. He was. They said it was his last strike. That was it. They had nothing else for him. So that was probably the best thing that ever happened. Back then, yeah. they didn't let the wrestlers, you know, give give an opinion. It was basically when The Rock turned and, you know, DX came where they're like, hey, let us do our creative side and see where it goes. Back then, with when it was, you know, Isaac Yankum and fucking Fake Diesel, he had no say in that, I guarantee you. He just took it and rolled with it because it was a job. Yeah, yeah. You know? Oh. Um, yeah, I'm not going to talk about this crap. You, you can go check it out. It's it's on, Lillian Garcia interviewed uh, Sasha Banks, basically why she kept her marriage private and fans ripping her husband, stuff like that. If you don't know, her husband used to be a, he tried to be a wrestler and shit like that. That's where they met. Uh, he's basically the seamstress for WWE, making the costumes and stuff for the wrestlers. I guess he worked on... He works on AJ Styles' gear, Triple H's gear, WrestleMania, Stephanie McMahon's gear, most likely Sasha Banks' gear, so like that. So, but I'm not gonna. It's on Wrestling Inc. The the, the there's a link on it if you want to check it out with the interview with Lillian Garcia interviewing Sasha Banks, talking about why she kept her marriage private and all that shit. You know, I'm not gonna go over that crap. Big deal. Right. You know, whatever. I hate I hate when people say they get married to somebody and they're like, oh my god, he's too good for her, or she's too good for him, and this and that. Who the fuck are you to decide who's good for who and what? What fucking assholes! Exactly. I don't want people to be happy. I'm sick and tired of that shit. Whatever, as long as they're happy, fuck it. Anyway, I um, and I hate it when they exploit it too, like in, in the business, like this whole Miz and Maurice, John oh. Cena, Nikki thing. Who the hell cares? Like, yeah, nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> Just do the tag match. You don't have to bring it up into every promo. Oh, cool. They got this story. I got to read about this. I got to talk about this story. I'll talk about it in like, the next one. Um, I'll get into this one first. It's all Vader. Back in the day. Um, former WWE champion teases return. Stephanie McMahon, St. Patrick's photo. Seamus, Becky Lynch. Um, first part, basically, there's a thing on uh, Wrestling Inc. There's a video, basically, with Seamus and Becky Lynch for St. Patrick's Day, but... Big deal. Um, former WWE champion Rob Van Dam, who hasn't wrestled in nearly a year, noted on Twitter that he may be wrestling again in August. When asked if it would be with the WWE this August, he replied, more info soon seen below. He says, uh, basically on Twitter, nope, it looks uh, like I'll be coming in August. And there's a Twitter pic, uh, more info soon. So Rob Van Dam returning. WWE, maybe. We'll see what happens. Uh, I wouldn't mind him coming back. He's up there in age, but, uh, you know, for SummerSlam, you know, it'd be kind of cool. We just said that a couple weeks ago. Even, like, I think it was on the show. We were talking how, like, we keep saying how weak, you know, SmackDown's single wrestling, you know, wrestlers are, the roster, compared to Raw. SmackDown's a better product right now, but and didn't we say, hey, what, even if you brought Rob Van Dam back, it's just somebody to fill a void. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I like that. I, I wouldn't mind. if it's Even if it's just for, like, a, a couple matches or something. No, no, you know, it'd be kind of cool. Start a, yeah. feud, start a feud with someone, and there you go. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather, like, have him come back at the Royal Rumble, and, you know, cause as a surprise entrant, and then... 
stay there for a few months, but you know, coming during the year is kind of thing. But it's no, cool. Well, you got a storyline or something. I I would like to see Baron Corbin hold on to the IC title, and you could for a while, and you could have Corbin versus RVD at SummerSlam. There you go. I mean, that wouldn't be bad, and get it, give Corbin more of a rub. Yeah. For him, so that's cool. Yeah. Um, next story that we have, Vader on warning Bret Hart before the Montreal Screwjob, Orndor fight, Foley, and more. Basically, there's a whole interview on it. Basically, talks about his current health status, working with Sting, um, basically ripping off Foley's ear match in Germany, um, going broke script during a WWE match with Kem Shamrock. Um, the one thing I wanted to talk about was the uh, on here, check it out on WrestlingInc.com, is the warning, Bret Hart, night of the Montreal Screwjob. Yeah, I keep telling people. I read this thing. It was basically, it was a timeline. I forgot who wrote it. I don't know if it was Metzler or somebody wrote it a long time ago. It was basically the year timeline of the Montreal Screwjob and buildup. And one part of it had to do with Vader, basically. And I read it, and, and, um, and I told people to check it out. It was pretty cool. But anyways, this is what Vader said. He said, I told Bret straight out, don't get yourself in near full because I have, I, they have something planned that something will happen. The ref will count three. He said, no, Leon, I trust Earl Hebner, and I have talked to Sean. I said, you're wrong. You're crazy. I, I said, you think the businessman that Vince McMahon is going to allow you to go to WCW with the belt as world champion? I said, Brett, you're not that important. Nobody is that important, but somehow he thought he was going to walk out of the ring as world champion to go to WCW. How many employees does Vince feed? He fed me. I didn't want Brett to take the belt down there, so there we go. Um, also, too, when I read the thing before, he was ba- he, he told Bret Hart, too, don't get in some kind of submission hold during the match with Sean. I, I, I saw that he said that. He said, don't get in some kind of sh- submission hold with Sean because the ref will ring the bell or something. Brett basically blew off Vader, basically told him to watch his back. So, um, so I don't know if Vader had some inside info about... The Montreal screw job. I mean, you. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's a work or a shoot or whatever, but I don't believe Brett was that stupid. I and mean, you think Vince Vince going to take a chance that they were going to take the title and fucking bring it to fucking WCW? Because you remember the Lundra Blaze thing? That was before the Montreal screw job too, where she threw the women's title in the trash. So Vince didn't want that to happen with the WWE title. So, but I. Right. I, to this day, I honestly believe Brett wouldn't have took the belt to WCW. I think he would have came back on Raw and maybe lost it to Shawn the next night after Survivor Series or just, you know, relinquished the title and, like, did a farewell speech. I don't think he would have screwed WWE and take the belt, you know. Because he wanted to stay. I mean, he wanted to stay in he, WWF. Yeah. And, um, you know, yeah, Vince told him I to take the money, you know. I wasn't, a fa- I wasn't a fan of how it ended. But yeah. so. at the same time... At the same time, it's a match we're still talking about 20 years later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Crazy. It's like one of the moments that you'll always think about. I just remember McMahon wiping spit off his face. Oh, That's my like God. He had a fucking potato on his head with that, that spit. Oh, yeah. All dry spit great. and shit. It was nasty. I know, but I was dying laughing at the same time, you know, but whatever. Yeah. So, um, what's this story on? This is weird. Lee Majors. Um, basically, how much Linda Hogan selling her home for 
After Talks, Ribbon, Andre the Giant, and the Kevin Nash note. So this will be the last story I read, basically, and then we'll do some lists. Uh, Lee Majors, who played Steve Austin in the 70s TV show The Six Million Dollar Man, took part in a Q&A at Lexington Comic and Toy Convention last weekend. During Q&A, he said that he once put plastic in Andre the Giant's beer when Andre guest starred on the show as a bionic Bigfoot. Uh, basically, elastic uh, is pulled to use treat fluid retention. So I don't know what it made him shit himself or something or piss himself. I don't know. Whatever. So that's cool. Um, Hogan Hulk Hogan's ex-wife Linda McMahon relisted her California mansion for four point five million dollars. Uh, hit the market back in two thousand fifteen for five point five million. So basically, she dropped it by a million dollars. So there we go. Four bedrooms, six and a half bath. It's got four bedrooms and six and a half bathrooms. Wow. There we go. Nice Shut pool, outdoor kitchen. There we go. Um, what the fuck's about Kevin Nash? He pulled his quad or something? I don't know. Let me see. Where, where's this where's Kevin Nash note? Uh, just basically a meet and greet, basically. Kevin Nash, Billy Gunn, Al Snow, Mean Gene Okerlund, Katie Forbes. Um, April 1st. Oh, okay. Yeah, they do basically, it's basically Pro Wrestling Report, basically. They always do a big, like, a show. It's almost like a Comic-Con or WrestleCon or some shit. I guess Kevin Nash and all of them are doing one on April 1st uh, from 10, 10 p.m. to close at a pub in Orlando International Drive, basically, for, you know, WrestleMania weekend. So, there we go. So, that's cool. Kenny Anderson's going to be there. Wow, ODB, James Storm. Wow. Billy Gunn. <laughs> MVP, Abyss, Hornswoggle. Wow, there we go. So we're 15 wrestling superstars and some some surprise guests. Yeah, okay, some surprise guests. Ooh, Virgil? Did he show up? <laughs> you know, it's like, Jesus Christ, but that's kind of cool. Um, but anyways. Probably the, guys on the milk Probably the guys on the milk cartons. You're Mark Henry. <laughs> they can't be WWE guys. Yeah, it can't be WWE guys. So, because they got their own thing for WWE, and they won't let them go to another show with their contract. But, anyways, who sent me a message? What the fuck is this? Let me send me a message on Facebook. I'm trying to pull up the list. Is that you? No. Oh, there's... I hate that. <laughs> Facebook's so fucking weird. There's a message that I sent. That I post it and it comes back that somebody sent me a message. I hate that. It's fucking stupid. I hate how they do that. But anyways, let's get to the list. You sent me. Which one you want me to read? The twenty ex. Was this exposed twenty brother tag team? I just send you every list that I see, and you can do right. whatever you want. I just. I don't. I didn't even. To be honest, I didn't. I don't even look at them until we go over them. I'll I just send these, them. Yeah. To, I'll do these two. The ten most shocking. What's the ten most shocking heel? Um, yes. Yeah, did I send you? Did I did I send you the? Oh, we went over that right last show. The dream matches, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah we did that you one. You and uh, Chris did it. Chris. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Here's the first one. We'll go. I'll do two lists, and then we'll get going, so you can get to New Hampshire and stuff. Uh, the ten okay. most shocking heel turns in wrestling. This is from Goliath.com. Justin sent me this one. Basically, uh, number 10, Kevin Owens betrays his best friend. Basically, uh, Sami Zayn, basically talking about, you know, uh, turning heel on Sami Zayn. You can also link in, basically, with the whole 
Chris Jericho thing, so, but, yeah, whatever, I mean, big deal, he plays, always plays a heel, he's beating up Sami Zayn, his friend, it's a simple booking thing, they're still really friends, Jesus Christ, you know, Christ, fucking Owen talks about Sami Zayn still and stuff, but, yeah, so there you we watch, go. If you watch, if you watch Ride Along in Table of Three, you know what I mean, it's like you see people feud and then all of a sudden they're riding together. Yeah, they're riding together and they're buying dinner and shit like that. It's like, yeah, yeah, right. exactly. yeah so, so stupid. So that's number 10. Number 9, uh, The Rock becomes corporate champion. Basically talking about uh, going into Survivor Series 1998, basically. And then uh, the whole uh, corporate champion, basically. McMahon and all them. Um, so there we go. Um, I don't know. What were your thoughts about that? Basically, with The Rock basically becoming the corporate champion back in the day at the heel turn. Not much of a surprise. Yeah, I was in boot camp during that. But when I got out and I went to my school and stuff for that whole following year, because my school I was out there for like eight months. Yeah. um, We used to watch it, and that's when they did the whole. Um, corporation, then it was the corporate ministry when they were doing the whole Stone Cold Save Stephanie thing. Um, and I think shortly after that, I mean, Triple H was part of the corporation, right? I, I believe. Yeah, I think so, right? Yeah. I'm trying to, trying then, to remember and that, shit. And that's when, like... Yeah, because they had, like, the boss man think, in China and all that, and yeah. Yeah, I and I, th- I think that's when, right after... The corporate ministry or whatever, The Rock went face because yeah, 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 yeah. And then Triple H went at it. I guess McMahon wanted Triple H. Yeah, that's what they always do. So they have the guy turn heel, this and that. He's feuding with Austin, and then once that plays out, it flip flops. They take him out of the heel role, and then they got him feuding with somebody else that's a face or something. Like so, you know, they move on to a next feud like Triple H and shit like that. So that's basically what they do. So. He was a face for a long time, and then he left for a while. And when he came back, he was wearing the leather pants, the leather vest, and he he was healed then. Yeah. Um, you know? Number eight in the Nexus forms. Yeah, basically, this was a cool moment on Raw. I remember watching the match, the whole thing with John Cena, and these guys come out beating the shit out of Cena, beating up CM Punk. Uh, choking out the ring announcer and shit like that, Brian Danielson, or Daniel Bryan, whatever you want to call him, basically getting fired. But, uh, yeah, it was cool. The whole Nexus thing, it was, it, was, it was finally a good angle on TV. I, I thought it was a good group and shit like that. And, of course, anything good happened, who fucks it up? John Cena, so there we go. But, uh, no, I like the Nexus group. I like it. It's just sad that it fucking John Cena had to fuck with it. And, basically, I think it could have been better. You I think know. not. I don't even know. I think Darren Young is the only one who's still active. Darren Young. Um. Well, Slater technically he's he's still flowing around somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Now. I think he's eating catering I mean, food. I mean, yeah. well, Daniel Bryan. He's he's obviously you know. And Otunga's at a commentary wrestling. booth, but he's not wrestling. So yeah, that's basically it. There's yeah. only two guys. Real. Two guys in the commentator. <laughs> yeah. Who's that other Jack? There was a real huge guy. What the hell was it? Oh, no. Oh. Actually, we're wrong because Bray Wyatt. He was Husky Harris. Oh, yeah, Husky Harris. Yeah, yeah. That was like the second coming of the, the Nexus and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, we don't want to talk about Husky Harris, so, you know. He uh, doesn't exist. Bray, 
Right. Um, yeah. But Wade Barrett still wrestles, but he's just not in WWE. I don't know where some of them other guys are. Yeah, Ryback's just fucking around, talking lies and shit, and doing indie shows. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Everyone else is. Who's that, who's that other guy, the one that came down with the, like, bandana over his face? Yeah, I know. I'm trying to think. Uh, Carver. Carver. I was trying to think of his yeah, name. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, know what the hell he's him. doing. And uh, the the guy that used to do the fucking 450 splash. I don't know. Where, oh, I think Justin Gabriel. Justin Gabriel. I don't know what the fuck he's doing, so. I've seen um, pictures of him online, like, as in, um, like, some of them list wrestlers. Where are they now? Yeah. And, like, one one's face is, like, sticking out of a dumpster. One is, like, <laughs> they're gone. One's out of milk carton. It's so bad. Some of these guys look like shit, and you would never thought so. People like Luger, you know, like, oh, God, I see these pictures, and it's like, where did the time go? Yeah. Uh, number seven was Chris Jericho breaks the Jeritron 5000. Basically, uh, WrestleMania 24. Basically, Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, and all that bullshit. And then uh, Jericho basically having him on the show, the highlight reel, and then basically smashing Shawn Michaels into the Jeritron 5000. So Jericho's heel turn. See, that's, you know, I was talking to Sandman the other day. He had a guy, he he wasn't, he, he said basically Jericho was uh, fucking. Uh, I don't know, uh, overranked or whatever, or some shit. I forget what he said exactly, but I mean, I, yeah, he said he wasn't really a big fan of Jericho, and I said, because he said, well, now his matches are kind of slower and slow paced and shit like that. But I'm saying, well, I mean, yeah, that might be the case. The guy's in his forties, but the guy can still reinvent himself as a face, a heel, and fans will still love him and stuff. I'm telling you, you got, you got. For anyone who's listening, and you too, I'm telling you, watch that uh, Beyond the Mat or Beyond the Ring, the uh, Jericho story. It's like I watched, I watched one of them before. I think there's two of them. I think there's two of them. I watched one of them. Yeah, uh, this one shows that that heel turn and everything. Like how, and, and it, he talks about how he wants to reinvent himself. Yeah. Like how, okay, well, this is what I'm going to do. They, he's like, I tried to do edgy stuff. Vince wasn't a big fan of it, but I did it anyway. Yeah, you know and that's the same thing. If you you watch some of the interviews with like Stone Cold The Rock, uh, DX, you know the Michael story. He's the same same way. He's like Michaels was like, I don't care. I did what I wanted to do, and it helped WCW go out of business. Yeah. So I mean, it, it, it's kind of cool to watch those things. I'm a huge fan of those. You know, when you can actually hear the true stories of everything. Yeah, yeah. So, um, number six, Dude Love saves his boss. Basically, uh, you know, the Dude Love character again, if you was uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin and shit like that, being the shit out of uh, Austin, crap like that. So, there we go. Um, who cares? I mean, it's not even a big heel turn anyways, because he played Mankind and shit like that, which was a heel character. So, him being a Dude Love, kind of like a baby face tweener thing, going heel, no big deal. Like I said, you just flip-flop characters. Try anything. Yeah, it's no biggie. Um, number five, Seth Rollins destroys the shield. So there we go. That was a good heel turn. So I saw it coming a mile away. I mean, Jesus Christ. He's standing behind the other two guys with a chair. Yeah, okay. Plan B. So there we go. I knew that was coming. Yeah. 
What's this one? Tr number four was Trish Stratus becomes a baby girl. I don't know. Trish Stratus, Jericho. Yeah, know. that's what it was. It was like a feud between, like, Jericho liked her. Like, they were... They yeah. Was Jericho and Christian feud. Yeah, yeah. It's talking about WrestleMania 20 and shit like that. Okay. Oh, basically, uh, Trish Stratus distracts us and allows Christian to pick up the win. So Jericho was fighting Christian, WrestleMania 20. Yeah. And, and there okay. we go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Yeah, uh, I want to see. I want to see a Trish Stratus porn leak or something. My God, <laughs> back in the day with remember the Dudleys and shit with the tables and shit. She was like putting wax on the table. Oh my God, fucking Jesus Christ. Lita, Lita too, man. I, nah, don't, I don't care about Lita. She's all tattooed up and shit. I don't like a lot of tat. I don't like tattoos really on women. So it but, don't uh, matter. To me. It don't. It don't matter. Yeah, I, just, I don't like. Well, arm sleeve. She'd probably be a rough ride in bed, Leah. She's probably crazy shit in bed, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. I don't want Dewey to come after us. Anyway. Or Malenko. Or Malenko. <laughs> oh my God, remember, remember they made Team Malenko like the ladies' man and shit. His music was so stupid. What the fuck? Um, number three, Paul Bearer denies the Undertaker. So there we go. Uh, Boiler Room Brawl, SummerSlam '96, Undertaker, Mankind. Basically, Paul Bear turning heel, you know, lining himself with mankind. There you go, and turning on the Undertaker. So, but didn't he do it twice? Didn't he do it with Kane too? He brought Kane in to go. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so he he screwed him a couple of times. Wow, wow, number two, our favorite heel moment of all, probably uh, Shawn Michaels in the barber shop with Shadetti. Yeah. Oh my god, yep. I love that one. That's so great. The best it's part the of the whole one. thing is is Bobby Heenan saying, "What a coward!" Janae tried to dive through the window to escape. What are you kidding me, girl? <laughs> I, know, I know I keep talking about these documentaries, but I forgot to tell you because I watched the Shawn Michaels one last yeah. week. Yeah. When during oh, the snowstorm, <laughs> the barbershop part was on there, and I, I just kept dying laughing. And I kept rewinding it and playing it, rewinding it and playing it. I'm not and I'm thinking about the snow when, when you're playing the glass smashing. Oh, my God. After after the show, I'm going to go on YouTube and find the uh, barbershop scene because i got to watch it again. It's so funny. My God. Like, you couldn't tell that turn was coming. He came out, like, oh, all leather. Oh, I know. Come on. He had the jacket on and his look and this and that. I'm like, come on. He's, he's the earring. The earring. It, it was like he was already bought and paid for as being a heel. It, it was yeah. all over, so. And the number one heel turn, basically, Hulk Hogan, third man, WCW, forming yeah. the NWO. So there we go. Basically, great moment and shit. Chris always jokes about it, too, and I keep watching it, too, when Hogan's coming down. The cops on the side smiling and shit, like they knew what was up and shit. It was yeah. funny. Um, I just saw that recently too. It, it, but you know what? Good move. I mean, good move and when, yeah, smart but, move. But WCW is trying to, you yeah. know, compete with they WWE. Did, they did everything to convince Hogan to turn heel. He just didn't want to turn heel, and finally they convinced him. And I think it was the best move that he. he he ever did Hogan, and you think about it too. You look back, remember in like '95 with Hogan and shit, he started wearing like the black, and he tried to be like a darker character. So they were trying to tease like an early heel thing with Hogan back in '95 because fans were already shitting on him. But uh, 
I guess, you know, maybe they said, you know what, you know, turn heel, but you got two other guys with us. You know, with you, I think it would be a better heel turn. So I think that's how they convinced them. Because I think that's what well, I that's the thing. Like I said, you know, these things that I'm watching, you know, Sting. They're like, when the NWO was made, they were Sting was doing an interview, and he's like, I had to read. Uh, you know who uh, actually created the Sting character? Yeah, Scott uh, Hall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and from the Crow movie. He's like, okay, I'll roll with it, and it took off. Hogan, yeah. that was amazing. That was great. And then when you were watching WCW, it was like, Okay, who's gonna go? Who's gonna be the next person to be in the NWO? Because they kept going a member like every couple weeks. You used to, I mean, they were stacked. And yeah. what they did when Paul and Nash put DDP over, you know, when it was like, okay, DDP is gonna join. That was a great moment too. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like, just this is where it bothers me because yeah, obviously McMahon's gonna get what he wants at the end of the day. Yeah, but why? If I were Reigns, I would be like, just turn me heel. They don't like me. No, I know. It's not like he. He's not. It's not like he's Jericho, where people are chanting his name and everything. No one could. No, no one could pull. I haven't seen anyone be able to pull that off in a long time, where you can be heel and face or face and yeah. get the whole crowd to cheer for you. And I think the last people was like the Attitude Era with Stone Cold. Yeah. Uh, DX and um, The Rock. And that, I mean, you look at AJ Styles, thing. too, man. The fans are still oh, yeah. chanting for AJ. AJ. Yeah. But, you and know, he's trying to play it off so bad because they're like, AJ Styles, and he's like, I know you know my name. Like, he's, yeah, I don't no. even know. They should just turn him straight up face. It's turn him face. Somehow, somewhere. Yeah. But now no one's buying the heel AJ, you know? So. Unless Shane goes ballistic and, like, Turns heel. Like I said, you want you want AJ to come off as a heel. You've got to go to Shane's house and start fucking dropping his kids and his wife and shit. You know, Styles classic family. (laughs) You know, oh my god, I saw that. I saw that video that you're saying the Styles clash into the moonsault or into the yeah that guy on the top rope that CZW one. Was that fucking awesome, dude? I was like throwing up. I was like, he 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 gone. He dead. I was like, man, I was lucky he didn't fucking kill him, man. If that was Ellsworth, he definitely would have been dead. Ellsworth would have fucked it up, and he would have been dead. But, uh, yeah, that was a fucking crazy move and shit like that, you know. I not even um, believe it. Yeah. That of course, was, like, Cena, one of the most insane course, things Cena, that I've Of uh, course, Roman Reigns would have kicked out at two, you know, but anyways. No, but that thing, seriously, I saw it, and I was just like, holy shit. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that was crazy. There was one video, too. It was like an independent. It was some indie show. Some guy tried to do a moonsault, and he fucking landed right on his head. I thought the guy was dead, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's so nasty. Hard to watch. Like but... Yeah. Lesnar, man, that was sick, Oh, that too. was bad, too. But this one, this one, with the... if I find it again, I'll send it to you. But this one was even yeah. worse. This guy landed right on top of his head, and I'm surprised he didn't fucking paralyze himself. Um. Anyways, let's get to the next list. This is from the Sportster. Exposed 20 brother, quote-unquote, brother tag teams that weren't really related. Really? 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 Not related? Number 20, the Dudley Boys. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know they weren't related. The Dudleys? Nah, come on. They were related. Jesus Christ. The Dudleys, yeah. I thought they were related. (laughs) Stupid. Jesus. So number twenty was the Dudleys. Um, and how many does they brought in? Like there was a total of like four Dudleys. Oh, they had Big Dick. They had uh fucking what? Big Dick. Spike Dudley. 
Um, yeah. They had the other guy too. I'm trying to think. I can't. He had like a fine guy, Dudley. They had like a whole shitload in ECW back in the day. So yeah. But uh, anyway, it was, it was funny. Isn't Spike um, Dudley dead? Who? Spike Dudley? No, I think he's like a school teacher or something. He's still alive. Oh, that's who I'm thinking Crash Holly. Yeah, Big Dick Dudley's dead. I think he had a heart attack or some shit. <laughs> Big Dick. Uh, number nine, Art and Stan Nielsen. Okay, I don't know. This is way back from before my day. Basically, this is, <laughs> I guess it's some Canadian wrestling thing. So there we go. Oh, wow, this is one I was thinking about the other day, too. I was wondering if they were related or not. I didn't think they were related, but it was kind of funny. Uh, number 18, uh, Dave and Kevin Sullivan. Uh, I remember Dave Sullivan because he, he always said everything in reverse, like said that Lion King, the King Lion in the Circle Square instead of the Square Circle. It was like back in the day in WCW. You remember him or no, Dave Sullivan? No. Yeah, he was, I, I only, he was like I 95. Yeah. yeah, I remember Kevin Sullivan. Yeah, Kevin Sullivan, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was a, it was was only for like, a, they they used Dave Sullivan from, I think it was like 95 or something for like, I think it was before Nitro came on the air, so it was probably like 94 into 95, so it yeah, basically see, was I a failed I, gimmick. So. I didn't start watching, honestly, WCW till like the end, of, oh, just right before the NWO started. Yeah. You know, I wasn't a, a fan, but then I, I got really... I mean, I always liked WWE, and then I started getting more into wrestling, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to give it a shot and a try. Because they were on... At that time, they were on a different nights. Yeah. Before I'm they reading, did that. I, I like this page because on the side, they, they give you, like, other lists that you can read. They got one right here, 15 older wrestlers who love younger women. Um, 20 things WWE wants you to forget about the male roster, and I see Strowman in the, the fucking, the, the, the dumb, uh, Adam Rose, the Rosebuds and shit. Oh, God. So, yeah. So, it's pretty cool. They got the, all these other little kind of lists and shit on there. Um, Fritz and Waldo Von Erich, basically. Talking about the Von Erich, so I guess one of them wasn't, um, a Von Erich name anyways. Uh, so there we go, but... Yeah, the whole Von Eric thing is just a tragedy. Fucking the whole family basically dead, except for one. I think Kevin Barry, Von Eric's right? the only one at the line. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't he the one that? Wasn't he the one that came out during the Hall of Fame recently? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. He's living in Hawaii and shit, so good for him. But yeah, the Texas tornado. He he shot himself. He was a Von Eric, right? Yeah, yeah, Kerry Von Eric. Yeah, Kerry. Yeah. And it, Kevin was going to drive. He told him, I was watching Sonny because uh, Kevin was talking about it. And he, he told him not to do it, not to do it. And he was driving to his farm, whatever. And yeah, he found, he found him dead in the field and shit like that. Because I think he got arrested for, like, drug possession or some shit like, month, uh, like a month before. And I don't know. Um, it, it, just, it, it just is a tragedy. Number 16, the Grams. This is way back before the 1960s, so don't it's fucking like know. Billy Graham. No, I don't think so. It's not Superstar Billy Graham. So a lot of these oh. are like fucking old. What the fuck kind of list is this? Number 15, Guy and Joe Burinetti from the 1950s. Okay. Um, Barney Gennetti? No, 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 not Gennetti. <laughs> Burinetti. So, but number 14, Edge and Christian. Who the fuck thought they were not? Whoever said they were brothers? I never heard him say they were brothers or anything. 
They always say they were like best friends or something. That was basically it. I don't know. I think they might have pulled the the brother thing when they came up as the brood. Oh, okay, Possibly. maybe. I, I think so. I think so. Maybe. I mean, because I was always thinking that Edge and Christian were brothers, and then you had the Hardy Boys too. Yeah, brothers. yeah. You know what I'm So I think it was. Uh, and Dudley Boys brothers. Boom. That's your whole TLC matches right there. I think I knew they weren't brothers because I think I think I saw a documentary or something before when they were wrestling talking about, you know, best friends and being like best that. friends and growing up together and yeah, yeah, yeah. So I knew they weren't I brothers. From yeah. the get go. Um here's another old one again. Ron and Don McClarity back in the day. Okay. Sixties. You, you don't know who they are? No, never heard of it. I gotta start watching some old school wrestling from the sixties. Are you serious? Oh my god, they were. I have no idea. I'm just. <laughs> oh, the Basham. Oh, okay, here's another one. I, I know these guys, Doug and Danny Basham, basically the Basham brothers. Ohio that sounds Red. familiar. That sounds familiar. They were in the Ohio go, Valley wrestling and shit. So maybe when you're watching those old things with Batista and shit, they were probably in there. They were probably around that time too. So. You know what? I'll probably. I'm gonna. Oh, they were on to SmackDown too. They were on SmackDown. Okay, I'm going to have to go back and look at this list just so I can see the pictures, because like I said, I didn't even open it. Yeah, basically they were on SmackDown, um, winning the Brands Tag Team Championship after five years together in WWE. They were reunited under the TNA banner and have booked as a duo in several other matches in the United States and beyond. So there we go. The Bash- I remember the Basham brothers. Um, who the fuck's this? Ivan and Corlo Kalinoff. So who gives a fuck? When's this from? Jesus Christ. 1950s. Jesus Christ. Nice list you got me over here. Jesus hey, Christ. You I know, you didn't go through it, I know. Holy shit, who the fuck's this one? This guy looks like Greg the Hammer Valentine. John, oh, Johnny Fargo, number 10. God, that guy looks like Johnny... It is, wait a minute. Oh, shit, it is. Oh, it's oh Greg Valentine, a son of the main eventer Johnny Valentine. Also, his dad, I think. Yeah, Don Fargo paired with Jonathan Wojcicki Jr. sibling Johnny Fargo. Wojcicki, of course, was Greg Valentine, the son of the main eventer Johnny Valentine. So there we go. So it was Greg Valentine in the seventies. Holy shit! Damn, I was like, this guy looks like John fucking Greg the Hammer. With the with the with the the mullet, the blonde mullet. Yeah, the blonde mullet and shit. Yeah, back in the day. Greg the Hammer Valentine. Um, the Garwins. So that's back in the day. Oh, 64. Terry Gar- Garwin and shit like that. I remember I remember Ronnie Garwin and shit. NWA you know, and all that. I'm, think, I'm thinking that the Godwins might be on the list. Yeah, they're on, it's, yeah, they're on the list of the next one. Jesus Christ. Did you read it? <laughs> Jesus Christ. No. They're on the list. It's swear to God. I can, name, Garvin, I can probably name it. Three more that probably are on the Penny, list. Yeah, Henry and Phineas Godwin. So there we go. That was number eight. So yeah, the Godwin brothers and shit like that. I knew they weren't brothers. I think Phineas. I think Phineas is dead now. Is he? I don't even know. Um, I don't know either. I just think he looks. Oh like my god, these different. fucking guys! I remember these guys. Number seven, Bo and Blake Beverly, the Beverly brothers. Oh god, I remember day. that. Jesus I remember Christ. the Beverly. Weren't they like wore pink and stuff? Yeah. Um, when they teamed up in '89 as a Destruction Crew in AWA, Wayne Bloom and Mike Enos, uh, basically that's who they were. Um, they were put together under masks. Minnesota Wrecking Crew Two. 
managed by Ole Anderson. So they, I remember the Beverly Brothers and shit like that back in the day. Um, oh, I know who else is going to be on the list. It's got to be Kane and Undertaker. They'll end up being on the fucking list, too. Watch. Oh, yeah. Towards the end. I, I, I was thinking, yeah, they, they, those fuckers are going to be on the list. Stan and Reggie. They're probably number one. Yeah, I know. Probably number one. Be like one or two. L- you know who else is probably on the list? You know who else is probably on the list? The Usos. Who? Well, they're the brothers. Usos. Jesus Christ. I'm just kidding. It's a joke, man. Um, oh, my God. I forgot about this. They've got to put these guys on the list, too. Um, Billy and Bart Gunn. There we go. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't even remember what the hell happened to Bart Gunn. I remember they were doing that. Remember when they were doing that boxing thing? Yeah, I think I think because he fucked that up and beat the shit out of everybody, they were pissed. And uh, I think that basically led him to get get rid of him or something. I saw some video. I think that's basically his, his demise. Was that whole boxing thing? <laughs> they got to make it like a yeah, butterbean. Remember and butterbean butter fucking squashed them. So basically, he made everyone look bad in, in the wrestling wise, and then butterbean just killed them. So you got to make okay. it look like Hogan, Hulk Hogan, and versus Rocky. Yeah, I know. That, exactly. Wait, no. What was his name? Butterlip. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was a story too I saw this week too about Hogan and the Thunderlips. They said that he put like three guys, stunt guys, in the hospital and shit during the filming of that Hogan. I guess when he maybe when he threw Hogan when he threw like Sylvester Stallone over the top rope and shit, probably injured him. That's because that's probably right after he he did the the promos with Macho Man after they blew all those lines. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, no, yeah, but Rocky Three was before the Hulkamania uh, explosion. But uh, yeah, I know <laughs> trying out shrooms the first time. I like that. Video. Yeah, it's so funny because they keep like slowly grabbing each other's hand and shaking it. Are you guys having funny. a moment? You watch that video and it, on, on the line, the top and the bottom, the first time you and your best friend try out mushrooms. And it's so yeah. a savage yeah. kind of promo. <laughs> I can just picture it right now. Savage and Hulk I, together. I, I, seriously, I seriously forgot to say that yeah, outside. Funny. As as I I'm just like, just the way Macho Man cut promos. You know, Hulk 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 day, but... He likes he like talks slowly, but he's like yeah. screaming. He's got a and then he gets voice, the intensity built up. He gets the intensity yeah. built up. Kevin's snake was one of the, my favorite feuds. Yeah, Kevin and Jake. Yeah, that number four like the number four the Valens. Um, these are back in the seventies, so there we go. Remember, yeah, Johnny and Jimmy, the Valen brothers. Okay, oh, and ninety six are in the Hall of Fame. Okay, I remember the Valens. I think um. I don't know if the Valens was with Ric Flair. I don't know if it was in the plane crash with him. No, I don't. One of them. I don't know if it was a Valen brother. I can't remember. Oh yeah! Oh, just, wow, they're number three. Wow, they're number three. Brothers of Destruction, Kane and the Undertaker. So there we go. I one. I honestly oh, do. Oh. You know, oh wow! No, uh, you wait to see what number one is. This even surprised me. Wow, I didn't even know that. Wow. Uh, Jay and Jules Strongbow, so there we go. They're, they're number two, basically, um, from back in the day, the 70s. And Jay number Strongbow. number one is the Andersons, so there we go. Um, yeah, the Anderson brothers, basically. Uh, the family lineage started with Gene Anderson. Gene was born in Minnesota. Debut in 1961, trained by Vern Gagne. 
1965, Gene was wrestling in the southern states with his brother, Lars. Uh, 1969, Lars replaced by Ole Anderson. Um, I'm trying to see. What the hell? Short career. Brian Anderson in the 90s. Um, that's basically it. So, I don't know. One of the Anderson brothers are not re- related or brothers. So, there we go. So, that's basically the list. So, there we go. Man. Wow. But I thought I thought Kane and Undertaker would be number one. No, no, they're number three. Yeah, no, no, I know. I'm just saying. I, I would have thought. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. Number but, 15 wrestlers who don't want to know about their personal lives. Now, I don't want to read that one. Fuck that. Um, what was that other one? Did you send me any other good list or no? I don't know. I don't remember. I can check right now. Oh, here's one right here. Uh, well, this one's pretty quick. We'll just go... The one I was talking about, on, this is on Sportster, too. 20 things WWE wants you to forget about the Raw Mills roster. So, basically... Oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus, I don't even want to talk about this one. Jesus, fuck. Uh, number 20, Seth Rollins and Zahara's incident. Basically, uh, Seth Rollins' old girlfriend. She had a tattoo or some shit of a, of a pony with a... Nazi swastika and shit like that. Big deal. Um, Bo Dallas is Bray Wyatt's brother. Yeah. I'm fucking not going to know about that. Jesus Christ. I'm surprised they didn't put him in the Wyatt family. Fuck it. I don't know anything with him. I know. I know. You know? Um, I think, I think like after Tuesday when Bray Wyatt, you know, smushed his face with manure... Yeah, I don't even know where they're going with the whole thing. Harper the gen- wasn't, the Genesis Harper, number- Harper wasn't even on SmackDown, which I'm surprised. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know why WWE's frowning on him and shit. He's getting over why with the fans. The list? Why yeah. wasn't Harper and Rowan and on that list? The Wyatt family. The oh brothers. yeah, that's right. I don't know when they made it. Yeah, but, huh? but you, there, Harper was not. On well, you got to remember one. too; it's the day of the internet too, because like you know, people got the internet and shit like that. They know who's related, who's what. You know, back in the day, a lot of these lists were made. You know, there was no internet and shit like that. They just assumed that it was truth. You know, I'm telling you, my pick is Harper to win the uh, battle royal at Mania. Hopefully, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think so because the fucking way they're shitting on Harper, anyways. I'm surprised they didn't get him involved. The dude won the battle royal and got screwed out of that bullshit. That is so Unless stupid. It's Unless it's Big Show, I'm I'm going with Harper. I don't give a shit who wins. I want Jinder the Juice to win it. <laughs> so uh, the genesis shit, of McKillicuddy, basically Curtis Axel, shit like that. So there we go. Um, number seven, oh, Darren. He's part of the Nexus too. No, I know. Oh yeah, that's right too. Yeah, yeah. Darren Young. Darren Young's boyfriend's number seventeen. They want you to forget about that. Okay. Yeah. Present day Sin Cara equals Unico number sixteen. So there we go. What the fuck is this one? Oh Jesus Christ! Really? WWE? This is so stupid. Ah, uh, page gonna load or what? I got fucking. Jesus Christ, my computer's a piece of shit. Tyus O'Neal kissed his son on the lips is number 15. Jesus Christ, this kid, who gives a crap he kissed his son on the lips? Big deal. It doesn't matter. Yeah, number 14. Oh, yeah, like, we don't know about this. Big Cass and Carmel are dating in real life. Yeah, okay. 
Yeah, I, I really believe Carmelo is really dating Ellsworth or hanging out together. Really, you know, come on. Um, number thirteen, the ending of the Rusev worst storyline ever. Basically, the whole dropping of the ball, Rusev saying, you know, getting engaged and shit like that. So uh, yeah, that's why they that's that's why the motherfuckers on a milk carton. The dude fucking spoiling everything about the the engagement and this and that. WWE didn't want that. They fucking Vince McMahon actually wanted to break up Rusev and Lana because he wanted fucking you know Ziggler to take Lana and this and that. So he wants to break up families. He's a fucking uh, homewrecker, McMahon. The worst <laughs> part is, it's like you try to put this product out there to tell a storyline. Okay, I see what you did with the click and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, they were pissed about it, but whatever. But then they they did it again at some point. Like, I mean, I think there was a couple other times. Obviously, Mania with Triple H and Sting, you know, them shaking hands at the end and stuff like that, or you know, people hugging in the ring after a, a win. Um, I think it was Rock and someone did it, but um, or I don't I don't even know. But you're gonna put Lana and Rusev on total. Bellas or total divas, and here's Lana talking in English. No, like no. And they're gonna never come out and speak Russian with a Russian accent. It, it makes it look so stupid and so even fake. That, like even that movie from. that she she made with, with whoever it was Dolph Ziggler or whatever, she's doing like interviews for, her and she's in speaking English and shit. It's like okay, it's like yeah. give me a break. I so mean, whatever. the product. I know you go off script sometimes. Yeah, but. That that's different. This is just some girl who's who's who doesn't wrestle, who just does interviews, like or promos. Like seriously, why not just give her an English, you know, speak English? Not yeah. This whole it, it just makes no sense to me. Number twelve, the uh, the club can't do comedy. So basically, they're talking about the club with Gallows Anderson with the New Day and shit like that. The whole thing with the the nurse with Dana Brooke and shit like that. So there we go. Um, I don't know. I kind of like that 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 nurse Dana Brooke with the club and the uh, that was kind of funny and the testicles in the jar and shit like that. That was kind of funny too with Big E. So She's I, I, one I'd like to I'd like to see have some linked. Yeah. <laughs> Who Dana Brooke? Oh God. <laughs> I wouldn't care. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Gold Dust Tweets of Intolerance, basically, uh, I didn't know about this. 2010, he repeatedly referred to Middle Eastern fans as, on Twitter as terrorists, and a year later, he threatened to block anyone who didn't share his Christian beliefs or celebrate Christmas like he does. So, there you go. Um, yeah, Gold Dust, don't be talking about my uh, Middle East fans out there. That, that makes up the bulk of my audience. I was just going to say that. In Pakistan. You got to say something bad about Goldust so we can keep our, uh, you know, listeners. Going. Yeah, you fucking you piece of shit. You fucking piece yeah. of garbage. Fuck your mother and fuck your fucking sister. Get <laughs> cheeky on the show. You yeah. hear that, Middle East? Take a listen. Come on, we got you. Yeah, no, I don't. Have, I don't have the cheeky. I gotta go pull it up on uh, YouTube. <laughs> gotta get Sheik to call into the show one time. Oh, uh, no. Jesus. Jesus oh my God! Remember these fucking commercials back in the day. Uh, number 10 is 1-800-FELLA. Seamus doing those stupid 1-800-FELLA things. He's, I don't know, kicking shit, saving cats from a tree and all this bullshit. That was oh, so stupid. Yeah, yeah. yeah those, those were bad back in the day. 
Um, God. Number nine, Cesaro has fans and lots of them. Yeah, I, I don't get this shit, man. This is so stupid, WWE, basically. Vince has re- suggested on repeated occasions Cesaro isn't over. He's boring, can't grab the imaginary brass ring. That's the real right reason the Superman, so with Superman can't escape the WWE mid-card. He recently turned 36, basically. No, he, he gets over with fans. Fans got signs and shit like that, and Vince still fucking... He don't want to push this guy and shit. It's just it's stupid. He deserves he deserves to be pushed, man. He's probably your top five superstars on Raw, I would say. Yeah, he's probably pound for pound the strongest guy on the roster. The guy's a fucking a freak. It's crazy. I mean, I'd like to see, like I said, I'd like to. See, I mean, I'm going singles wrestlers now. Like you know, you have Rollins, obviously. I mean, uh, who else, who would you say is the top? I mean, I'd put Cesaro in there. Cesaro, Rollins. Oh, shit, I forgot about that. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm reading the next one on the list, the new gay. Um, basically, Kevin uh, Kevin Von Erich on stage during the WWE Hall of Fame ceremony to help induct the f- fabulous Freebirds. And while he was on talking about brotherhood and pro wrestling, he actually referred the new day as the new gay guys. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I remember that. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. He did that. Holy shit. So, anyways, uh, whatever. Well, well, at least we know Xavier's not gay. He might go both ways, but fucking Paige. So, there we go. Right. Um, so, anyways. Oh, my God. Yeah, definitely want to forget about this, but you can't. If you're a true WWE fan and seen this guy wrestle for so many years, you can't fucking forget this. Number seven, the many, many turns of the big show. Face, heel, face, heel, face, heel, crying, all that shit. So back in the day, WCW. Um, you can't tease me like that. You're, when you say the many faces, oh, yeah. I, I'm thinking of bringing up Glenn Jacobs. Glenn Jacobs. Yep, there you go. <laughs> um, according to this story, they said 30 times in his combined WCW and WWE careers, he probably turned face and heel, um, basically. So there we go. I, I just got a weird feeling about that Andre the Giant battle royal and shit. If it comes on like Big Show winning, and all of a sudden Shaq shows up and throws out Big Show to win it. Watch, he'll give it to fucking Shaq. Shaq will end up winning in the battle royal. He'll come up after everyone's yeah, eliminated. I don't know it's weird. It's so like I stupid. Said, his, his, the last time Big Show showed up, his I mean, he put on a great show with Strowman, but he yeah. showed up like the following week too. Yeah, yeah. For a match or something. And, you know, before, if you look at the past few times, he's been, you know, clapping everyone's hands and, you know, hugging kids when he gets out. This time he just, like, walked down and walked up. Like, yeah. It's little things sometimes that you can tell when something weird is going to happen. And I don't know, for some reason, I'm thinking he might go heal again. Oh, my God. I know. But it's just like those little things you pay attention to. I mean, no. I'm waiting for Barry to just walk down and not hug anyone and do whatever and then just fucking take a chair out and whack someone in the head. No, that I just saw another I, I list. It's fucking funny. It says, behind the scenes, 15 shocking backstage nicknames of professional wrestlers. And they got Undertaker, a picture of Undertaker, and he's got the Wendy's face and logo on his chest. And I'm like, oh, God, are you serious? Oh, my God. Uh, Braun Strowman, basically part of the Rosebuds. They want you to forget about that. Yeah, that was that was crazy. We talk, I talked about that. Uh, Chris Jericho's adventures on social media is number five. Oh, uh, they want you to forget about Undertaker versus Undertaker. 
at SummerSlam was in '94. Yeah, I think it was '94. Oh, I wish I knew who played. I wish I knew who played the other Undertaker. Um, it was uh, what's his name? Brian Lee, basically. Uh, Chains of the Disciples, of Apocalypse. Um, I oh, think it's his cousin okay. too. I think Brian Lee's his cousin too, the Undertaker. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think they're cousins. Um, Brock Lesnar's uh. What the fuck? I can't even pronounce that word. Shrieking homophobe. Uh, what the fuck was this about? Um, oh, about Darren Young or some shit like that. I don't know, coming out of the closet or some shit. Whatever. Number two, present day Goldberg can't work longer than a minute. You think? Jesus Christ, this guy's winded just coming to the ring. Fucking yeah. ridiculous, these stupid matches. And, oh yeah, number one, you gotta have this fucking guy on the list. Roman Reigns can't get over the baby face. Hey, Vince, can you fucking uh, go on this list? The fucking guy can't get over. Turn him fucking heel. So there we go. Hey, and basically, why don't, why don't, hey, why don't you take that list and, and message it to Dewey? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And uh, say, show your boss, Vince McMahon, uh, number one. There we go. And it, you know what it would say? Uh, future endeavors to Dewey Foley. Right. They don't need Dewey anyways, like we say. They don't, they don't even need Dewey. So, uh, anyway. Okay. That's basically it. Unless you want me to read this nickname one for really quick for 15 backstage nicknames. Because I'm interested in seeing what these fucking nicknames are. Yeah, but just let, let's make it quick, that's all. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be like, like five more minutes, five, ten minutes. Um, 15 okay. shocking backstage nicknames of professional wrestlers. Stephanie McMahon, the Vinces. Okay, there we go. Basically, uh, yeah, whatever. Um, Number 14, Daniel Bryan, the Dragon. Yeah, I knew that anyways because he was called American Dragon. And his wrestling yeah. name is Bryan Danielson, so there we go. Uh, Alboro Del Rio, El Presidente. Um, oh, yeah. Car- yeah. Yeah. Um, Carlito. Carly, number 12. Uh, Jeff Hardy, 11. Ice. Um, what? Is that a drug, too? Ice? Yeah, man. I'm out of that, too, with that. So, they call him Ice. Oh, Vanilla Ice, basically. You look like Vanilla Ice back in the day. Okay, there we go. Delete, delete. Oh, yeah, Jesus Christ. This one, this one was an obvious one, too. Number 10. Ah. Uh, fucking thing. Dean Ambrose, number 10 and Titty Master. Yeah, I remember that nickname from back in the day. Oh, wow. This definitely explains some of this shit. Number 9, Paige, Charlotte, and Becky the Freak Show. Well, definitely explains Paige. So there we go. (laughs) (laughs) Number 8, Drew McIntyre, Avatar. They call him Avatar, basically. Um, Oh, okay. Basically, uh, McIntyre has a joke that his then fiance Tiffany was in complete control of him, so there we go. So basically, that's how they got the name Avatar. Okay. Get number seven. This fucking computer will load it up. Roderick Strong, the machine. The machine. So there we go. They gave him the nickname of the machine. So uh, I'm trying to think. I don't even know who that is. He's with T- he was with Ring of Honor and stuff like that. So oh, okay. That. Um, the machine. Uh, Shane McMahon, Simba. Yeah, Simba, the prodigal son. Um, number five, Triple H, Papa Hunter. So there we go. 
He's basically Papa Hunter. I would think Dusty Rose is more of a Papa character, especially with the people in NXT and shit like that. Number four, Ooh. Mick Foley Cactus. Back from basically Cactus Jack days and shit like that. Oh, Jesus Christ. Number three, Tommy Dreamer Fat Ass. Yeah, they always talking about him, Fat Ass. Uh, Brian Kendricks Spanky. They call him Spanky. I don't know why. Uh, is he in the porno, too? Uh, but anyway... Uh, he went by the name of Spanky in the day in Texas Wrestling Academy. Would you think Xavier would be nicknamed Spanky? Jesus Christ or something. Oh, Buckwheat. My bad. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah, Buckwheat. Yeah, Buckwheat. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And number one, Undertaker, Wendy. So there we go. Um, basically, in fairness, uh, Paul Bearer, pretty much the only person to ever call him that. So there we go. The red hair and shit like that. Funny. If you watch Ride Along, a lot of the the shows, they're like, we got to go to Wendy's. We got to go to Wendy's. Well, I always think, I know, uh, what's it, um, the other guy, uh, fucking, um, Jesus Christ. I'm drawing a blank. The guy was teaming with Rhino. He's Slater. Fucking, uh, he's Wendy's right there. When Cena made fun of him. He's more of a Wendy character. But yeah, uh, anyway. Yeah, I want to go up to Undertaker and call him Wendy. Let's see how fast I get a tombstone. No shit. Choke slam to <laughs> fucking Wendy's drive through. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, my Christ. God. That's oh, yeah, that's basically it, man. Uh, yeah, thanks for calling in. Uh, I'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, wanted, I just wanted to say for anyone who is listening who has Netflix, Lucha Underground just went on, and there's 65 episodes of Lucha Underground on there. Oh, uh, Netflix. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, Maybe so I'll check I a couple episodes. Yeah, I, yeah, I got Netflix I free for a month, so I'll check it out. Oh, yeah. I never watched it, so I just... Well, I know Mysterio and uh, Morrison are in there, so... And Chavo, too, right? Yeah, 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 they're on there, yeah, so... Yeah, so I'll so. have to check it out, but... Well, you gotta check out oh, John Morrison character, yeah, Johnny Mundo and all that shit, so... Yeah, I can't wait for people like that to come back. Like, yeah, it's just weird, like Chris said about their uh, contracts. They have to wait till yeah, like, the like whole series is over before they can go anywhere or something. It's kind of weird how they do it. So basically, you could basically screw up a lot of people for like maybe a year because what you could do is just don't put new episodes. You just do like taped episodes, whatever, from packs in a year and wait like six, seven months so you screw them over so they can't bring a guy in like for Royal Rumble or Mania, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's what sucks. Too, so. But at the same time, you have they probably already knew this before they signed. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, this was what they wanted. But I don't know so what they get paid for money and shit like that. But you know, they probably have to work other shows. But they make decent money. It's not bad. You know, they only work in a couple episodes and they get paid good money. You know, it it, it saves you instead of working two hundred, three hundred days a year. Saves yeah, your body I watched and soul. it. I, I watched like an episode or two. It reminds me of like NXT almost, the atmosphere. Yeah, kind yeah, of. yeah. You know, I watched like it a few times because Chris sends me like a little episode or a match to watch. It's kind of cool to watch. But, you know, something different. And it's always good to change things up. It's like eating. You know, you can't eat steak every day. You got to have chicken or something else. You know, change it up once yeah. in a while. So. Yeah, All right, man. Thanks for calling in. Have a safe ride. Uh, I'll talk to you uh, again. I don't know. Okay. Going to SmackDown on Tuesday, so hopefully that's a good show. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll definitely talk. If you got any news, uh, yeah. message me, and if I get any more lists or any news, I'll message you. Yeah, I'll do a show on Wednesday talking about SmackDown and maybe Raw. So if I run into any wrestlers on Tuesday, it'd be kind of cool. 
Yeah. That was crazy when I went to Bellator and walking with Conrad and fucking uh, Ken Shamrock walked right by me. It was crazy. I shook his hand. So, <laughs> nice. But, all right, man. I'll talk awesome. to you. All right, buddy. All right. Take care. Later. Uh, I want to thank Justin for calling in. Everyone out there, take care of the Nate for Inside Russell. Enjoy your Sunday. We'll see what happens with this whole page situation. We'll see what happens with the whole uh, Xavier Woods. You know, it's just kind of unfortunate. And then, uh, yeah, we'll see where we go from there. Everyone out there, take care. This is the Nate for Inside Russell. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.